Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 29 of season two for the Wormburner podcast. I am your host, Justin, and for this week, it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode. We're going to be covering what news has been going on with the Ballon d'Or, as well as some local news going on around the world of Europe, and just overall discussion of what's going on in the MLS for our Wormburner News section this week. If you have not already, go ahead and check out our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Wormburner Podcast. And if you have not already checked out our Twitter, it is at Wormburner PDCST. Again, that is Wormburner PDCST. If you have not checked out our TikTok, our TikTok is Wormburner Podcast. And then if you have not checked out our buymeacoffee.com account, we do have one. It is buymeacoffee.com forward slash Wormburner if you feel nice enough to buy me a coffee. It would be greatly appreciated and used immensely towards the podcast itself. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this week's news because oh my word, has it been insane. So if you have not been following the world of soccer, there has been a major event happening within the past two days or past three days, uh, if you are counting the day that this episode comes out. The Ballon d'Or official results have come out when it comes to specific results, and the man that has won the men's Ballon d'Or for the player of the year is Karim Benzema that plays for Real Madrid. Honestly... It could not have been another person. I think Messi had elaborated that very, very well. He saw the performance that Benzema has had, and honestly, he was like, there is no other person that could have won this award. Honestly, in my personal opinion, Real were just absolutely unbeatable this year, or this previous year. And uh, you can't really say anything other than congratulations, Kareem Benzema. He is the oldest person to have won the Ballon d'Or in 66 years, which is absolutely insane. Winning the Ballon d'Or at the age of 33 years old. What an incredible accomplishment for a man of his talents. I mean, honestly he was able to play under the likes of some amazing players, Cristiano Ronaldo being one of them, winning more than him, obviously, but being able to take the spotlight at Real and make it his own has just been an unbelievable transformation. And I think that, honestly, there was a quote, I forgot who had said it, the player who said it, but a lot had been stated having to do with Kareem Benzema. A lot of people were like, where has this come from? And there was one player that said it really, really well. I want to say it was Cristiano Ronaldo, but I'm not entirely sure if that's true. But somebody had stated that Kareem Benzema had always been good. It was just because he had been outshined by Cristiano Ronaldo that he wasn't really seen as a good player. And I... I 100% agree with that quote because Kareem Benzema has always been an amazing player playing for one of the best teams, if not the best team in the entire world, which we'll get to later <laughs> with the particular discussion. But with Kareem Benzema, he's always been a good player. He has always been a good player. And honestly, he 110% deserved this year's Ballon d'Or. 
it was just a, a foregone conclusion once they won the Champions League away from Liverpool uh, this previous year. Going to the women's Ballon d'Or, I will be 100% honest, I do not follow the women's side too, too much. I'm aware of some of the players. I'm aware of the competitions. I keep up with who wins the competitions. But as per some of the players, the information having to do with these said players, honestly, it escapes me the majority of the time. And I am doing better with trying to keep up with it, which leads me to the Women's Ballon d'Or Player of the Year Honestly, there there wasn't really another player that deserved this accolade more. It was won by Alexia Putillas. I hope I said her name right. And being from Barcelona, she was another La Liga winner this year. It was just a, a great year for her. And, and becoming the first woman to win it back-to-back would was is just an incredible accomplishment, honestly. I hats off to her. The year was amazing for her, and I hope next year goes amazing as well. Maybe, who knows, we could be having this discussion next year, and she becomes the first woman to not only win it back-to-back, but back-to-back-to-back, three-peat. So it would be an unbelievable experience. But again, to the accolade here and now, congratulations to her for winning it in back-to-back seasons. Fully, fully deserved Going to the Copa Trophy, which is the best under-21 men's player, honestly, (laughs) Gavi was one of the top choices, in my humble opinion. It was actually hilarious because I was not entirely sure with... Phil Foden's age. I thought he was under the age of 21. I had collected reports and wanted to say how he would have been a viable option, but that was all scrapped and thrown out the window when I realized he was 22 years old. (laughs) So, yeah, that just shows, uh, again, how much I have to learn when it comes to the world of, of soccer. But Gavi was just an unbelievable player for Barcelona this previous year. Granted that Barcelona hasn't had the best season, Gavi has been the player that has honestly, in my personal opinion, lifted Barcelona single-handedly, almost. He has been the player that has been the most consistent over the elongated season that we've had, and just overall an amazing player. Honestly, I very much look forward to him in the future years at Barcelona. They have been reincorporating their youth when it comes to Barcelona, and he has just been an unbelievable product of the Barcelona Youth Academy, and I just I'm so so ready for just the years to come when it comes to Gavi. So again, another La Liga winner when it comes to the trophies this year, and uh, just a great year for Gavi. Going to the Yashin Award for the best goalkeeper of the year. Honestly, <laughs> there there really wasn't any top contenders in my personal opinion other than Thibaut Courtois. They again Real Madrid had just had an unbelievable season this previous year. I know a lot of people feel like they lucked into it, which is a bit ridiculous considering the fact that they had done so much in this previous year, but Thibaut Courtois was just on another level and the Ballon d'Or final results 
prove that as well, at least personally and statistically showing. Other than Kareem Benzema, Real Madrid's highest positioned player in the Ballon d'Or results was was Thibaut Courtois. And he 100% deserved it. A lot of people feel that he should have been higher, which I will be brutally honest. I think he could have gotten one or two positions higher when it comes to the results and just the overall results that the Ballon d'Or had. Thibaut Courtois made a very good point, and I wanted to elaborate on that point. And Thibaut Courtois obviously is is grateful Kareem Benzema had won the Ballon d'Or and he was just this very appreciative person but being placed seventh in the Ballon d'Or rankings he was very upset he was very very upset and he feels like or he felt like that it was a robbery he was placed so low and I wanted to take that point of view and just go with it because honestly it was a bit of a robbery at least in my personal opinion because when it comes to the overall position of the Ballon d'Or everyone takes it's the best player but when it comes to the best player hardly anyone nowadays thinks of the goalkeeper being the best player on the field because we always think of the forward being the most interactive the most the person that wins the game per se and i agree when it comes to Thibaut Courtois that 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 vision has been lost in soccer that nobody views the importance of a goalkeeper anymore because we can you can have an amazing goalkeeper on a team but Overall, unless there is a, unless that goalkeeper has had an unbelievable season, like it would be the best season of their career in the league, the best results in the league, you're talking about unbelievable stats being broken. They're not cracking the top three in the Ballon d'Or. They're just not. Because it that's what people view the best player as is the attacking person the one scoring the goals the one making the most goal contributions per match that is what people view as the most important player now and just to show you at least in Thibaut Courtois defense how rare it is for a goalkeeper to have that kind of significant win when it comes to the Ballon d'Or I would love to hear your opinions on Twitter for this question, but how many goalkeepers have won the Ballon d'Or? How many have won the Ballon d'Or? I'll actually post this question on my Twitter when this episode goes live tomorrow. I am so, 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 like, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. One goalkeeper, one goalkeeper has won the Ballon d'Or. One singular goalkeeper, and you may have heard his part of his name when it comes to the uh, trophies that I was that I was that we were going over with the Ballon d'Or results and and all of that. Yashin, uh, Lev Yashin was the goalkeeper that 
was the only goalkeeper, the first and only goalkeeper in the world of soccer to have won the Ballon d'Or. And it's ridiculous. It is a... I feel that Thibaut Courtois had a very good season this previous year. It, it was easily one of the best. And not to get too much into it, because I have a later spiel about it, but Thibaut Courtois just had an unbelievable season. Honestly, I think he got robbed not getting top five. That's at least my personal opinion. I think two of the people that he... I, I genuinely feel like he was fifth, the fifth best player easily in the world, if not higher. But there are two people that did not do as well as he did, at least performance-wise, but we'll get into that in a minute. Gerard Mueller trophy, of course, goes to Robert Lewandowski. Really good player. He's always at the top of his game when it comes to just playing in general, playing for both Bayern Munich and Barcelona coming into the new year it was just an unbelievable transfer for Barcelona and rightfully so he earns the top goal scorer for this previous year um and and again another no debate needed um the Socrates award goes for the player that acts uh, the most with solidarity and and inclusion and that is Sadio Mane from uh, Bayern Munich there really is no debate when it comes to that <laughs> that trophy win. Honestly, in my personal opinion, he's a great guy, unbelievably humble, and and he always looks to improve just the world of soccer in general. And to go to the final award that has been ringing a whole bunch of controversy all over the world in general is. Manchester City winning the Club of the Year award, which <laughs> is, I I will first and foremost, as we have already discussed many times on this podcast, I am a massive Manchester City fan. That is that is my team. That is my that is the team I am going to support till the day I end up going and. To see my club win the club of the year, honestly, in my personal opinion, I don't think we deserved it. Because of the previous year that we've had, it was not our best year. We were not the best team when it comes to the world in general. And I actually made a TikTok about that. And to elaborate more on the points that I've made in that TikTok, I genuinely don't believe that Manchester City deserved the player, the, the, sorry, not the player, the club of the year award. Now I understand why Manchester City won it. It was because of the most Ballon d'Or nominees for the Ballon d'Or within the top, I think it's 25 or 30, if I'm not mistaken. So we had like five or six players nominated for the Ballon d'Or, uh, which made us the most, the club with the most nominations out of the top 25 or 30 or however many it is, but that makes us the club of the year. That's absolutely absurd. Like I had said in my video, I understand why, but it doesn't make any sense because you're telling me that the club of the year, the best team in a year, barely won their league on the last day of the season. There's no way 
on top of that, so the top three when it came to the club of the year was Manchester City in first, Liverpool in second, and Real Madrid in third, which is an absolute insult to Real, in my personal opinion. They should have been above both Liverpool and Manchester City, and here's why. With with Manchester City, they did not have a good year at all. They got absolutely humiliated in, I believe it was the Carabao Cup. Yeah, it was the Carabao Cup. And we only made the later rounds of the FA Cup. Then when it came to the Community Shield, we didn't even win the Community Shield, which not like that trophy really even matters. But when it goes to the overall league, we barely won the league on the last day of the season. And I do mean barely, because if it wasn't for that comeback against against Aston Villa, we would not have won the league. It would have been Liverpool's because they won their game. You cannot tell me that that's best club of the year material. There's no way. And as much as it pains me to say this, Liverpool were the better side that year. And not by an absolute landslide, but they were the better team. I 100% agree with the fact that Liverpool got second. That I agree with. But to say that Manchester City was above them is absolutely ridiculous. But going to Liverpool, they ended up winning both the FA Cup and the EFL Cup last year. They came dangerously close to winning the league, and they came runner-up in the Champions League. They they had a, a very good season last year. That's why I do have them second, in my humble opinion. And whether I agree with it or not, whether I agree with the results doesn't really matter, but this is my opinion, and they had a really good year last year. They really and truly did, and hats off to Liverpool. Again, respect, credit where credit is due, but uh, other than that, (laughs) that's where everything ends for me. But they had an unbelievable year this last year, and they fully deserve that that second place tag. Now, where I feel like it went all wrong is Real got third place, which is crazy to me. I genuinely feel like, this is my humble opinion, they flipped first and third place. It should have been flipped. It should have been Real Madrid, Liverpool, Manchester City in third. That it, it, that's the way it should have been, in my opinion. Maybe even you could fight for Inter, maybe being the the first time that they had won the or not Inter. I'm so sorry, AC Milan winning the Serie A. You could make that argument for AC Milan. Uh, you could say that honestly, but with Real Madrid having the year that they had, and they finished third is an insult. It's an absolute insult. There was a tweet that was made by Thibaut Courtois that. They said that they had seen Manchester City won the club of the year and they just turned to each other and laughed. I fully agree with that because you cannot tell me that the team that handily won La Liga, which is predominantly won by three teams now, you cannot tell me they handily won that league. It was not can it was not in the slimmest of margins like Manchester City. They handily won the league. They beat a Liverpool side that was very convinced, very very good, 
And it was all because of the players that they had, like Thibaut Courtois, making unbelievable saves left, right, and center. You cannot tell me that a team like that, and on top of that, finishing in the quarterfinals with the Copa del Rey, they did better than every other big team in Spain because just just this year in general was an off year for the big Spanish sides, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, and Real. No, So Barcelona had been knocked out of the round of 16, and then Atletico Madrid had been knocked out of the round of 16 too as well. Real Madrid made it to the quarterfinals, and they got knocked out by a really, really good Athletic Bilbao side. So with that, you cannot tell me with the with the results that Real made that they did not deserve best club of the year. You just cannot tell me that. I don't understand why the team with the most Ballon d'Or nominations wins club of the year. I that that doesn't make any sense to me because it should go to the best club in the world and to me, last year, Real was that team. They were an unbelievable side. I can kind of understand where people are coming from when it comes to the luck aspect, but there is only so much that you can dedicate or to label luck. There, they, they had had an unbelievable, unbelievable Champions League run. They had an unbelievable league, smashing everybody in the league and then they did better than the majority of the bigger sides in Spain in the Copa del Rey so to say that they got third place getting third place against two teams that they beat in the Champions League is absolutely ridiculous it's it, honestly the way that I said it in my video on TikTok it's an insult to soccer it's an insult to the sport that they got third place, in my humble opinion. And I genuinely believe that they should have done better when it came to the overall rankings of the best club in the world. I will go ahead and leave it at that. Honestly, that was going to wrap up the 29th episode for this week. I will go ahead and explain on to the MLS in the, in this next week. That'll be our warm burner news section this next week. I hope you guys have an amazing week this week. Stay safe, have fun, love soccer, and I'll see you guys next week. Ciao, everyone.